water, earth, fire, air. Welcome to Bending the Elements. A production by the Novice Elitist Podcast. With your hosts, Caleb and Isaac. podcast about all things Avatar. Welcome back, ladies, gentlemen, those in between, to Bending the Elements, an Avatar podcast. How are you doing today, sir? Oh, I'm, I'm doing pretty good today. I'm very happy to discuss uh, book one, chapter eight, Avatar Roku, which is the second chapter of the uh, Winter Solstice duology. Well, second part, I'd say. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess with the chapter, yeah, it gets a little confusing there. Yeah, second part. The second verse of this duology, as they say. Yes. A conclusion to it. Yes, in conclusion, so... Followed by an ode. Oh, but, so, let's get this, uh, let's get this rolling here. Isaac, you have the, uh, the summary for today. We open this episode directly following the last one. Aang is still haunted by the vision of the mysterious comet and he and the team head off to find the Crescent Island where the Fire Temple lay. But hot on their trail, Prince Zuko arrives in the village and starts throwing his weight around again, answers sort of, but this, well, I saw what you see what you mean. This information leads Zuko to pursue Team A into Fire Nation waters. Kind of like a contradiction there, but Zuko attacks a flying group, but things become more complicated when they come across a Fire Nation blockade at the water borders. And even more unlucky for the Fire Prince, Commander Zhao makes his return appearance in the show heading one of these ships. He orders total assault on Appa, ignoring all risks to Zuko's ship. The gang, as they call themselves, escapes the blockade, and Zhao decides to allow Zuko to continue his pursuit, hoping the Banished Prince will lead him to his prize. Team Avatar arrives at the Fire Temple and meet a friendly sage, uh, whom helps them avoid capture by some less friendly Fire Temple men or fire sages, really. He explains that he's been waiting for them ever since the eyes lit up on the statue of Avatar Roku, a turn triggered by the events of the Southern Air Temple. He guides them to the door of Roku's chamber, but they come across a problem. The door is sealed, and only the blast of five sages together, or that of a fully realized Avatar, can open them. Sokka tries to trick the door into opening using some explosives. The plan fails, but it triggers a second plan of Katara's making. They use the scorch marks to trick the other sages into thinking they got in, in turn making them open the door. The doors are open, but the plan is nearly throttled when Zuko captures Aang. But Aang slips away and enters the chambers just in time for the light to reach Roku's statue. The light reaches Roku's eyes, and the two meet. Outside, Zhao shows up and captures Katara and Sokka and Zuko. Back inside, we find that Roku sent his dragon to find Aang in the spirit world, reaching out to him to explain the dangers of the comet. 100 years earlier, Fire Lord Sozin was able to harness the power of this comet, creating a Fire Nation super army and allowing them to kick off the war in style with genocide. <laughs> but now, 100 years later, the comet has returned, giving Aang only a few months to gain power over the three other elements. Aang can't imagine doing it, but Avatar Roku reminds him that he's learned them before 1,000 times. Roku returns in spirit form to help Team Avatar escape, and doing so destroys the fire temple. 
And the group heads off, as does Zuko, and they head off into their next adventure. Do you have your uh, your buddy here started up at timestamp zero? Everybody, get their DVDs or Blu-rays or Netflixes or whatever. I wonder if this is on Paramount Plus. Yeah, no clue. No clue at all. Who knows? Anybody to all those who have Paramount Plus, let's see if it's on there. I don't know, but... Yeah, write in at the novice oh, right. <laughs> that's hey no 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 no. that's that's the other program they don't know what that is yeah <laughs> right in at the tne bending the elements at gmail.com there you go everybody please press play right now loosely yeah loosely yes and then here we are which i realize after this we do previously on i believe previously on the moons of full never mind i guess it was waxing interesting I didn't realize that. Yeah, that is a little odd. That seems like a little bit of a continuity error, to be honest. Yeah, that's a big continuity error, because that looked like it was either waning or waxing previous yeah. episode, and like literally, we we're talking quarter here, not even three. Yeah, no, it was yeah, it was quarter, so it was waning at a quarter, so... The... Yeah, it's very unusual. Hmm. Space and time have been warping around. Anyway. Oh, but yeah, Aang's getting ready to head off. It's the same night that we left off in the last episode, and he's gonna head to the Fire Nation, but Appa... And basically everyone else is kind of like, this is a terrible idea, dude. You can't head over there. Yeah, literally, I guess moments after Aang freed everybody. That's that's impressive. Yeah. And he's just like, no, nah, well, I mean, he probably kind of came up with this plan pretty quickly. Question is if, if Sokka got to the bathroom or not. He obviously did. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I firm and I was lost to what you were talking about. <laughs> Even though we just discussed it. <laughs> See your last episode if you don't know what happened, I guess. Uh... And they're off. Yep, the buddy boy from the leader of the village gives them some supplies, and they head off. Oh, I love that when Zuko shows up, you see that Iroh still isn't dressed. I just noticed that. I just noticed that completely. <laughs> if my timestamp got out of the way, I could see whether his shoes, if he has a shoe or not. I guess um, Zuko gave him his shoe back, I hope. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you think he would have grabbed it. I see what you mean by throwing his weight around. Good grief. I guess he's still a bit miffed after Aang like threw him into the into that one building. He's like, I'll get him back one of these days. I mean, look at like the Warriors of Kyoshi. This guy's a bit of a jerk, you know. He's 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 angry. Oh, he's a bit of a jerk, and yet he's our like tritagonist or whatever you would call it, tertiary antagonist. I don't know. He's the one who needs to soften. Like right now, he's just like a ball of just rage and you know bitterness and kind of <laughs> just lost. So he needs to he needs to find some grounding. He's also super arrogant. My goodness, Zuko, you're being positively grim. <laughs> Lighten up, will you? Yeah, I mean, look at that haircut. I'd be grim too. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get a tan, buddy. What's going on here? <laughs> I still got to question that why they're not like more tan. They're the Fire Nation. They live like probably in the hottest regions and close to the equator. Of course, how are they not like super warm? Well, there's an explanation for that. Never mind. Just wait, M. Knight's going to call into the podcast and be like, that was my point. That was my point. I mean, hey, I had no problem with that, personally. <laughs> I was like, all right, fair enough. It makes sense. Thing of heat. But anyway. It's going to be choked that we didn't like his movie. <laughs> um, Excuse me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but moving past that for now. Um, I like this scene here with Zuko and Iroh, where Zuko's like, full steam ahead, man. And Iroh's like, are you crazy, dude? Like, the Fire Lord banished you. Like, do you know what they would do to you if you got caught over there? Reason X, Y, and Z why you shouldn't be doing this. And Zuko just, he doesn't care. He's like, all I need is to discover the, or catch the Avatar, I should say. 
It's already discovered. <laughs> Discover the avatar. Meanwhile, that random guard behind them is just there chilling or frozen in place. <laughs> Watch the deck. For what exactly? You're looking through the telescope yep. at where they're going. So, like, what am I supposed to be looking for? I don't know. Just guard the deck. Okay, whatever. We're going to be taken on by pirates soon. Who knows? Yeah, and so then we get a nice little battle sequence here, which actually has a number of different elements to it. But it starts with um, Zuko firing off some sort of, like, stink bomb. I wasn't quite sure what that was. I think it's mostly just a... For, with From the catapult, it's mostly, I think, the oils smell bad. Mm. But it's still meant to, like, you know be a hurling ball of fire hmm so yeah maybe they just had to use like cheap fuels or something to something like that yeah almost thinking like that and clearly as their gang are dodging this they are like this is rancid man that's uh, i don't like that yeah but then that brief little element of the battle ends as we come across the next kind of uh, hurdle to get past which is a big fire nation blockade and uh we revisit our little buddy here uh, where we meet him again was it the Southern Air Temple? Yeah, he hasn't actually been seen since then, funny enough. Yeah. Again, as I said, he probably would have been a good replacement for Zuko, or at least maybe a sub-commander of some sort. would have been good for the Warriors of Kiyoshi, but at least from your opinion. But yes, Commander Zhao returns, if I yeah. didn't say that in the summary. But anyway. It's nice to see old buddy uh, back again, the big old jerk face number two. Yes, Lucius Malfoy returns. <laughs> oh crap Zuko's like let's ram this thing it's like alright sure buddy I love that Iroh's still trying to push him like there's still time man let's turn this thing around like this is crazy don't do this because we're one against many conservation of ninjutsu doesn't work here yeah I just appreciate that he's always he outranks you (laughs) he's always looking out for him as as best he can even if Zuko doesn't listen well for all we know Iroh probably made many many mistakes um, at, at his age and needed guidance and so he's paying his dues in a way. Kind of giving off advice to the younger generation and for other reasons, of course. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, man, I was just looking at Commander Zhao. Like, I just, something about his facial hair. Like, it's just such a bad look. You Really? <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad model design. I'm saying it just makes him look like more of a, a jerk face guy. You mean a monkey? Yeah, a little, a little, a little like that, yeah. Uh, it's a type of it's a it's a style of hair i'll I'll put it that way i almost kind of had that look to me a few months ago or a few weeks ago where it's kind of flat at the top and then big scruffy around the edges oh yeah like you grow it out on the side you don't really see that much maybe i'll try that one day oh boy it's kind of like if wolverine grew his chops out way more oh yeah i can see that oh but uh, commander zhao's like like oh look at that it's the avatar Oh, look at that. It's that dude I just like, Prince Zuko. Time to stone two birds at once. <laughs> or time to have two birds getting stoned. Yeah, pretty much, because uh, one of his, like, underlings or whatever, his inferiors, is like, oh, like, oh, should we blast off? I mean, Zuko's out there. Or I guess he doesn't know who it is, but he's like, that's one of our ships. And old Zhao's like, screw it. Just fire it all off. He's a traitor. Yeah. Can't be trusted. And so then... Yeah, now we get some more battle sequence here, which goes on for quite a little while. As they launch, I think it's not scorpions, it's not trebuchets, it's something, but it's the next step from a catapult. And it's many of them instead of just one. Yeah, very constant. Now uh, he's launching a lot more. Very big torrent of them. 
Yeah, blasting a barrage right at Aang. And there is some shaky cam there. I don't know what you thought about that. I thought it was okay because they're in the air and there's turbulence. So I'm okay with well, it. Well, I've, I've always said I only... My complaint about shaky cam is not the technique. It's when it's so shaky that you can't tell what's going on. So it's a very particular issue with shaky cam. It's not just any use of it. In this case, we just saw Aang's face and there was like... It was shaking around... And that's all it was. We just literally focus on Aang's face and their shakiness. So I'm like, I think that's okay because I can clearly see the frustration and or desperation in his, in his face. Yeah, like, you know, some fight scenes where like punches are being thrown. You don't see who's throwing the punch. You don't see like where it's landing even really because it's so shaky and the cuts are so quick. Again, that's the stuff I just can't take. This is not a Mar- this is not a Marvel movie. Don't worry. This is this is not a Marvel movie. Marvel only wishes it had this. Marvel is rarely that bad with that shaky cam stuff sure we'll see i'm looking at you black widow we'll we'll see i'm just kidding i guarantee you have one example in mind and i can tell you which one it is is it from either winter soldier and or civil war those i was gonna say civil war the opening okay. fight with black widow and um oh who is she fighting in that again it's been so long since i've seen that. um it's not crossbones oh no yeah it was yes it was you know that fight scene yeah the cuts in the shaky cam is horrible ah just not even that against those uh other guardsmen as well or those other henchmen like oh golly yeah some of that stuff's horrible but really i think that's the only real one that suffers from that problem uh there when tony stark engages the winter soldier in that later on that movie there's some quick i mean i maybe it's quick editing but i think there's some shaky cam as well Oh, yeah, there definitely is. I I meant just that that's the only movie where I feel like that's a big problem throughout. Uh, Again, Black (laughs) Widow, we'll see. (laughs) Well, that one hasn't been released. You can't use that. (laughs) It will be released this coming Friday, so. (laughs) Yeah, I guess by the time this episode airs, yeah. I'm out of date. We'll see. Oh, but. Yeah. It'll be a singe. And speaking of being a singed, Apple's on fire. Yeah, I was going to say, is there much more you want to say about this? Because it's kind of like a, like, maybe like almost four minute long action sequence yeah that's what i think i i think it's really good i think there's for for like action i think they do a lot good yep yep there's some some cool stuff some nice kind of flowing camera work with appa yeah i think that's a cool scene but i'm not sure if there's a ton to like comment on past (laughs) during the action uh yes exactly um check engine being damaged releasing smoke gun or whatever you want to call it Oh, yeah, there you go. That's one thing. Yes, the Zuko ship does get damaged, which helps him out a little bit later. Oh, man, if you oh shoot, if you go to like 557 and like as they go higher into the atmosphere. Oh, man, some of those got to be like actual clouds, like actual pictures they took of clouds. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm already at 752 right after the action scene. Inferno. Oh, man, some of those are nice. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see, even if they went underwater, they'd still probably just release, like, depth charges or something like that. Uh-oh, Sokka's falling out of the sky. That was a really good take. Holy smokes. Yeah, wow. It's just, I don't know. That's some good action right now. Yep, some some good action. Oh, he's even water from this. Yeah, but after that sequence, we cut back to Team Avatar just kind of floating along, and Appa, he's pretty exhausted from the fight and starts kind of just nodding off. Are you, like, well past when... Are they pass them or yeah yeah i'm at 758 so yeah they're done the action scene they were just uh oh wow okay well okay i thought you're gonna talk about i figure what we're we gonna do like explain that it's kind of hard to explain like an action scene like beat by beat so i just oh it certainly is it. <laughs> i mean you might as well just watch the action scene but 
Yeah, exactly. You know, Aang kicks again. <laughs> interesting feats of strength. Aang like freaking kicks, wind kicks a rock in half. Yeah, no, that's a cool moment. That's true. Again, going back to your like, oh, how strong is he? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Zuko and Iro or Zuko lets, or sorry, Zuko Zhao lets Zuko pass. Because it's like, I will use this as an opportunity to follow where this guy's going. Because I have not read the script and don't know where the Avatar's going. Yep. Uh, but we know because, uh, as I was saying, Appa's flying along kind of sleepily. And Aang ahead notices a crescent-shaped island. And that's the, the island that we're heading to. So so there we are. Oh, yeah. You're right. As as he's going along, like he himself is even like his tail keeps drooping down. That's pretty cool. Yeah, his head too. He's feeling a little sleepy. Everybody's like, you know, just pooped. Not literally. That'd be funny. And uh, even he's just like, yep, I'm not having it. I got to flop over. Yep. Yeah. Once they get back to the island, he's like, uh, or once they get to the island, he just passes out and and the group heads on. Sokka, didn't you like sleep during, you were gone for 24 hours in the spirit world. Didn't you sleep enough? Also, what do you have against Momo? I guess he's just the easy target to poke fun at. (laughs) Like me and my guinea pigs. Oh, how could you? They're always the they're always the butt of my jokes. <laughs> I guess that's a lot with like, unfortunately, that's a lot with animals. Animals yeah. are the butt of our jokes because they're the only ones around. Yep, that's you know the ones that can't respond to, so you can be like, oh, like something happened. The guinea pigs must have been doing it. Yeah, but then you give them voices. And it's like, what are you talking about us for? Yeah, that's Brianna who always does the voices for them. <laughs> so they get inside and they're like, all right, where's the bathroom here? We, we really gotta go and. uh also got to wash my hands uh, of all this this murky stuff. Yep. And turns out the security guys come in. I was like, what are you doing here? We just want to use the bathroom. Haven't I told you for the last time that you have to pay before you use the bathroom? These are not public washrooms. Only paying customers. We don't have any money. Yeah, hang, we totally do. I'm trying to swindle him. Get me, leave out of this. Yeah, and they're all like, they're all hunched over looking. They look, <laughs> I, I kept thinking of those, uh, oh crap, can't believe I'm forgetting it right now. The guys from the old green lantern oh guardians of the universe the old creepy dudes yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> for whatever reason just they're like hunched over in like grumpy faces made me think of that but <laughs> again except for new frontier those were the only one time where you were like i i find these guys respectable yeah yeah usually i think they just look kind of silly no that's fair that's that's totally fair oh but they're like oh like we protect this place for the avatars the past or whatever and ang is like oh, i am the avatar not of the past. And then they, yeah, they, they go. We're conservatives. Yeah. Give us a break. Yeah, and it's too bad to see this, that even when it comes to something so sacred as protecting a, a temple of a past avatar, like the modern politics, it just kind of ruined it. It's kind of sad to see. Yeah, it's that and the fact that, yeah, personal interest kind of changed, uh, in, influenced this this sect of, of sages as well, if you think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, how often does that happen in real life where, as you, as you say, politics kind of influence the religion and, well, also vice versa, unfortunately. That's certainly been a, a, a problem in modern times, I'll say that. But Yeah, and it's it's interesting because we, we talked a little bit about how the Fire Nation is like this imperialist nation. And it's, it's curious that it stretches down to even like their belief systems. Like they don't want the Avatar line to even really like continue. And we were talking a bit in the last one about how they maybe burned down that forest for spiritual reasons. Like, it's, it's interesting to think that maybe their kind of technology-based kind of ideology is kind of trying to bleed out that spiritual side. I mean, normally... Maybe. I don't... 
maybe not only like just imperialism, unless I'm wrong on this, but maybe some communism as well, specifically with like, you know, the People's Republic of China and uh, their feelings on the Dalai Lama and considering him a, um, a national criminal. Yep. Yeah, big threat. Yep. Big threat having people like that around. So similar to, I mean, again, I'm probably wrong on that. I don't know if imperialism has something similar where you can't have them kind of like, I guess, outsider heroes. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Anything that takes away from kind of the state point of view, the state image. Yeah, you got to get that guy out of there. Yeah, there you go. But it's just sad to see that even like the monks or sages at this point are so influenced that they don't want. Well, sort of. Well, sort of, absolutely. Except for perhaps one potential sage. Yes, the sages split up to track down Team Avatar. And luckily, the one that finds them is a nice sage whose name I did not write down. So <laughs> I don't remember what it is. It comes up later. I actually forget what his uh, his name is as well. I think it's Shu or something like that. Shou? Yes, Shu, maybe. Shu, yeah, Shu. And... Uh, maybe fortunately there's no scooby-doo ant- antics so there's no like you know oh yeah recycled animation where they're going like past go- going through like a hallway of doors or something like that no- nothing like that thankfully and perhaps because of all the good deeds they've done recently uh thus they their their virtues um bend the universe so that they are able to see shoe here instead of uh one of the other guardsmen but anyway yeah some good karma here because yeah he finds it pretty quick and speaking of which, they go right next to the uh, secret passageway as well. They end up in the secret passageway, excuse me. Yeah, which looks super cool, but, and you're probably not going to remember this, but it kept making me think of that episode of the Super Friends that we watched. I mean, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about, but I don't think of that either. Oh boy, yeah, I kept thinking of it, especially once we see like the places that were like formed by the lava. I just kept thinking of that big lava monster. I was like, when's he going to show up? <laughs> Well, you get that sort of at the end, but uh, not in the same way, if you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, okay, I didn't think of that immediately because I, you're right, I've yeah. forgotten that up to this point. But not like I, you, you know, you triggered it in me. <laughs> then. I mean, that's na- that's how naturally that's how caves form sometimes through through lava vents and mm-hmm. uh, lava extruding from the earth. Anyways, we jump quickly over to Zuko and chatting it up and pontificating on how why Zhao is not you know f- allowing them to go through it's like this makes no sense I should be you know captured on sight immediately since I'm an enemy of the state sort of yeah and of course Iroh in the corner he's like what are you even asking the question for it's obvious like he just wants you to lead him to the avatar and Zuko is like hey as long as I get to pursue him sure I don't care so <laughs> basically uh yeah I did oh I didn't realize that Zuko had green or maybe those are like yellow eyes what color would you say that is I'd say those are yellow, and given that his costume is still the same and not being reflected off by the sun, yeah, his are, yeah, yellow and or auburn. Okay, maybe not, maybe not auburn, excuse me, but yeah, a bright brown. Yeah. Oh yeah, but here we are finally in the uh, the big like lava chamber, and <laughs> the super. Well, wait, not super. Not even the Legion of Doom headquarters. I guess the the lava monster cave. <laughs> Yeah, the big lava cave directly underneath the uh, wherever they landed in that episode. It's so silly. Oh, yeah, okay. For pit's sakes, they're on a freaking volcano island as well. So, like, this is, of course, supposed to happen. But as Shu uh, points out, these were made by Roku himself, even though they might have been naturally occurring. Who knows? 
Yeah, which is interesting. And we get a little bit of exposition here where, uh, yeah, Shiyu talks a little bit about the history of what's happened to the sages and why they've, why their ideologies have changed. So at least we get that a little bit. And um, how they knew Aang was going to show up eventually. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've gotten to that bit yet, but... Yeah, I appreciate that little callback to the Southern Air Temple. That was nice. Continuity! We actually remember this stuff. Yep. And I like the little smile, too, and Aang's like, oh, thanks for helping us out. He just kind of grins at them, like, oh, yeah, of course. I thought that was sweet. Yeah, no, I mean, it's at least nice to know that there are some even... And again, there might be some Fire Nation people who maybe still believe. Who knows? Probably not. Yep. Oh, I'm sure there's plenty. Plenty that are just hoping this regime will change and the Avatar will come back and restore the balance to the world. Yep. Just like Katara. Although she wasn't a firebender, but... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, but so... um, Shiyu leads them to a door. He's like, this is the door to Roku's chamber, but oh, no. Something's gone wrong and the door's closed, so... Terrible interior decorator he was. Oh, Roku? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, but I do like that Sokka like, has his little sneaky plan here. I thought that was a nice moment for him, even though it didn't work. I still thought it was nice to see him thinking on his feet. Oh, and not just that. This is also another... Um, the door itself is another form of, of entry only by a uh, way of, of using an element. Oh, yes. But this time, it's a kind of more complicated one now i could i could see like another one existing here first off are those snakes or dragons and if that's like a five-headed dragon shout out to the card is that a hydra or is that just like you know a a group of dragons which i don't even know what the term for that would be yeah i'm pretty sure they're dragons that they're supposed to be dragons yes but i'm saying the last one we saw was at the southern air temple temple Mm -hmm. funny enough and that one is the what is it? That is one of the four temples around the world. And this one is the next one, so it's like brother. That one was only opened by way of normal airbender shooting air at two tubes. This one's a little more complicated, but I do wonder if there are others that exist like it. Yeah, I guess we'll quickly explain it. Yeah. I, I, th- I think I did it in the intro, actually. <laughs> so yeah, it needs either the five sages of the temple... To all blast off at once, right into like the dragon's mouths. Yep. Or potentially uh, Avatar who could do it. But but Sokka's little plan is to just shove some little bags of, I don't know, like gunpowder or something. I don't even know where he got that from. One, Sokka, why are you looking at, when you have your idea, why are you all of a sudden looking at uh, above you in a, at a lantern and there's a ding sound? Like, where's that ding coming from? Do you guys have microwaves or something like that? You have a stopwatch? What's going on there? That's just that little touch of anime coming in. Is this what they call a visual gag? Yep. Yeah, which it, it, it's fine. I mean, it doesn't take you out too much, but it does feel like cartoony. I did find that pretty funny. It was even in the subtitles. Ding. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, I also just want to point out just uh, visual here. Let me visualize something here. How when, when they say like, you know, five blasts, simul- five simultaneous blasts from a fully realized avatar, you do realize that that comes from both feet, both hands and the mouth. Yeah, that's, that's what I don't fully get. How ridiculous does that look? I kind of wondered if it was like a blast from each finger. Okay, now that look, Either that looks cool or that looks really stupid. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm not sure either. <laughs> it did seem a little bit like... Because <laughs> I feel like... Is there like a... 
I want to say like oh, I gotta ask Sifu Kisu if I ever met him. Like, is there a, <laughs> is there a way to demonstrate that with Northern Shaolin, where like you're 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 shooting five, you're doing five things at once with your body? Because again, it, if you think about it, I don't know how I can visualize this, but you literally are having your hands up like this. <laughs> Sorry, visualization. You have your arms stretched out like this in fists. Then you have your feet stretched out. Um, and your 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 toes pointing upwards. Again, imagine you're sitting on a chair like I am right now, and you're and you're going like that, and then you have your mouth open. <laughs> what is he sitting on a chair to do that? Like that's. Hey, maybe maybe he's shooting a beam out of both eyes, one out of his mouth, oh and then one out of each no, hand. No, we're not doing. This is not Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> this is not. Sorry, this is not Dragon Ball Z. That is not how it is. They do oh. mouth blasts in that series. They do they do, do finger blasts in that series, but I never knew if they did think like five finger blasts. Oh again, that'd be pretty cool. Could you totally imagine like Iron Fist having like five like like putting his chi into like five of his fingers? That'd be interesting. Instead of just like that'd a be fist. Cool. A little focus blast, like a secret one, you could just like whoosh. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> or you know, a way to get out of any like lock or something like that. If he's, oh, if he's yeah, in yeah. A, a jam or he's in a clincher, I don't know, whatever, but Anyways, there's an image that I never thought I'd see today, but anyway. Yeah, no, meanwhile, on the um, soon-to-be-wrecked ship, Twick Suko's getting off his main ship, going on a small dinghy, and going over to find it, and then we see Zuko, or we see Zhao looking at the ship. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's important to point out. Yeah, he escaped in his old game. That's an important point to point out. It's like, why is that there? Because Zhao is, you know, continuing on the path. Yeah, it's just like in The Last Jedi when they send off in that little little ship. You know, oh, they're not scanning for the small ship. This ships. is more clever than that. And this doesn't, like, this was way before that ever came into existence, I think. I'm pretty sure this episode's almost like a two and a half hour just chase movie with uh, Iroh versus uh, Zhao, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Oh, yeah, okay, I guess so. Wait, so how's he going to, like, light speed into him anyway? No. Uh... Uh, but so yeah, uh, Sokka's little plan didn't work, which is too bad for him because it was still nice that he thought of a plan. But but um, Katara picking up uh, what's that? What's that? Lemon saying they like uh, ah crap. If, oh, if you uh, if you have a bunch of lemons, you make lemonade. <laughs> yeah, and so she's she's got a bunch of scorch marks, so she makes uh, I don't know, I can't think of anything to say there. I'm trying to think of some sort of joke. But... So basically, Sokka's idea was, you know, yeah, he uses a bunch of liquid uh, oil, or that's what it is, excuse me, he uses a bunch of oil and meat, mm. or not meat, in leather pouches. And why leather? Because it'll burn quicker, obviously. And I want to know, I want to see that happen where if there's another door like this, he does, it, it, he does do it again and it actually works. I feel mm. like he could trick something like that to work but yeah not this time yeah so ang he's like furious like the time's really running thin here he's got his little little death clock clicking <laughs> so he uh he's just kind of panicking and katara sees like hey you know maybe these blast marks here maybe this will be able to uh trick those other sages yeah since unfortunately those blasts were about to bring them open or not bring them open but we're, we're gonna alert them because it's an explosion for pit's sake so you assume they're gonna be up here any minute knocking names around yeah it's actually we get a little fade and and she like runs and gets them so i don't, I don't even know if they heard it but but either way thankfully he goes and collects the other four and they sneakily 
somehow got Momo in there. I think they say like he went through the pipes or something. Yeah, one of the pipes actually goes in through there and Momo's small enough and not fat like he was in uh, Omashu. So, <laughs> yeah, so they see the reflection down there and they're like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. Oh, the avatar's in there. Uh, shadow, not reflection. Sorry. Shadow. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at that ground. I mean, it's pretty, pretty reflective. All right. Whatever. Fair enough. I mean, it is pretty <laughs> smooth, so you could see it, but they saw. <laughs> yeah. Shadow. Sure. Shadow. Um, CGI door. Yep. Clearly CGI door. Yeah. Pretty cool. Very, uh, very cool. I'll say that. And there's Momo. Oh, yeah. Coffin from the smoke. And soot. It's the Avatar's lemur. How dare he? And so then the team goes into the assault, which just, it looks kind of silly when they like pull like their, pull like their robes over their head or something like that. Just looks so silly. Yeah, at least when Shu does a lock on his Patriot there, it looks a little more cool. Yeah. Or at least looks believable. But anyway, I'm sorry. But I guess all those guys are kind of old folks. The, uh, but you figure they'd be like trained to be able to defend this place, you know, so they should be. You'd think that, however. <laughs> Not just that, but they're waiting for their chance to for, for Aang to go through. However, faster than you could say, how the heck did he get there that fast? Zuko showed up and got Aang, I guess, by surprise. Is one of them missing? Because we see Katara and Sokka and the guard take two, uh, three of them down. Where's the Where's the fifth one? You mean the leader? Yeah. Uh, Momo's got him in his head, or got him in a headlock. <laughs> Oh, Momo. That's right. Yes. <laughs> oh, He's currently got all fours on him. Oh, these guys such a great job at defending this place. <laughs> Lemur takes him down, but... Wisest of the bunch. But yeah, Zuko shows up, and he, he's he's been getting around pretty quick, this guy, man. Again, driven son of a gun. I don't know if I can yeah. see that. Yeah, but uh, it doesn't work because Aang still manages to escape and slip into the room before the door closes. Again. Yeah, it does a nice little like escape method and then just kicks him. Just literally kicks him with force. Again, Aang using the force, um, exerting himself. And again, what he was doing that door, it's like, Aang, geez, calm down. But then again, he's very, he needs to get to inside there. Makes sense. So he's he is a little... Uh, he was a little desperate, I'll say that. So his his methods and his monk training kind of aren't needed at this time. Since time is of the essence, of course. And even though he doesn't know what the origins of that comet is, it clearly kind of disturbed him. So he really wants to get some answers. Oh, it was like, what is that? I must know what that is. Yeah. And we get a little brief little moment with him kind of pleading with the statue, but getting no response and him kind of looking like he was a little hopeless for a minute there, but... Hopeless and desperate and just even kind of irritated. Just yeah. like, I've, you know what I did to get here? Didn't really, I don't know if he went against any of his, his methods or his training and teachings. I don't, I don't think he went against his principles. But he certainly is like, this is the only time I could do it. It's the winter solstice. I have to, I have to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it ends up paying off because there we meet old Mr. Avatar Roku, who's looking pretty, pretty fancy and pretty nice. Old kind of grandfatherly figure. Pretty esteemed for his uh, dead age, basically. Yep. His afterlife age. Like that and gives him a little bow. <laughs> yes, no, showing respect to his elders and I guess himself as well. Yes. In his, in his older age. Uh, just one quick thing just to bring up though. It's like, oh, how come the, how come, the, how come they can't just reopen um, the doors? Because there's five of them now. Zuko's, they, they don't realize Zuko, I, I guess they know it's Zuko, but I, I guess they're like, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, so they'll just work with him for now, I guess. Whatever. 
yep. alliance of conveniences, whatever. How come he's not? Well, how come they can't open the door? Because Roku doesn't want the door open. That's why. Yeah, little Chekhov's. Uh, I guess magic. Who knows? Chekhov's Roku powers, even though he's dead. <laughs> it's almost like again, he's even though he's dead and he's clearly a spirit. It almost like he has again dom- domain over this island. Interesting, hmm. which is kind of cool because again, this is like a very like you know tuning fork area. Or not tuning fork. This is high spiritual energy again. That's why, as I said before, this is like a ley line almost of where all the mm-hmm. um th- these temples were put in places that were you know f- highly tuned with uh, spiritual energy or close to the spirit realm, spirit world. Excuse me. And so Roku might almost have domain i mean it's the same thing with like yoshi for instance i mean she she appears um and possesses ang in that one episode later on but like this is the same thing where um, we'll see that in a second he may he might actually like can control everything from at least to a point not not everything but at least you know if he wants to be talked to he'll be talked to and vice versa yeah reach out into the spirit world to bring that dragon and yeah some of the stuff we see no, that's a very interesting point about the ley lines. I forgot about that. Mm. Yep, I always bring those up. Oh, but yeah, we get a little scene with um, the monks kind of having to explain themselves to Zuko, even though they should be like, hey, why are you even here? You're banished. Get out of here. We don't have to explain ourselves to you. Oh, there you go. Never mind. That's right. <laughs> but oh, no, they were. Yeah, they were, quest- they were questioning Shu. That's why. Or Shu, excuse me. Yeah, Shu. Yeah, and then in comes old buddy, big old jerk face, uh, McGee. <laughs> Lucius Malfoy enters the arena, or the temple, excuse me, is like, I'm taking command. Yeah, flips the table on Zuko, and now he's under arrest, so. Who else is under arrest? We're all <laughs> under arrest. Yeah, they all are under arrest, that's right. Uh, but, yes, then we cut back to Avatar Roku and Avatar Aang, having a little Avatar chat. As they pontificate. In the Avatar spirit world. <laughs> How many more times can I say Avatar? As they talk about Avatar things, <laughs> there I think. You go. <laughs> Well, yeah, they they do. I mean, and there's some more great art here during this moment. Yes, very much so. Uh, did you find like the background when they first were in there, like when there, you know, there's mountains and, and wind passing through and mists? Like, were you okay with that? I don't know if you were wanting something more exotic or otherworldly. No, I, I I thought it was fair enough. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was fine. Just again, my brain jumping off in stupid directions. But it kept making me think of uh, King Kong, uh, 1970s at 76. Yeah, I think so. When King Kong is like wandering around in like the big like deserted areas and like that snake shows up. It kind of looked like a similar, similar location, but that's completely off. Oh, yeah, okay, I can could, I could see that. Um, I do like the fact that Roku can almost like either, like I said, manipulate his environment so they could see show and visions of either things to come and certainly see something that like that in a second, but... He explains, you know, I'm not going to say, again, Boomy gave him the task of, you have to stop the, at first the task was waterbending. Then Boomy was like, okay, you got to go and stop the fire lord. But he didn't know why. Mm -hmm. This is here where the series has an end point and has a goal Mm -hmm. that will, you know, cement itself for, you know, why it has these seasons and these episodes, I guess. Yep. And just here, it lays everything out on the table, like puts their cards on the table and is like, here's, we're showing our hand. Finally, after eight episodes, here you go. There's a comet. And this does happen in real life. 
uh, where it's, I forget what it's called, but it skids the surface of the atmosphere. And the idea is firebenders would be able to harness said ablazed comet, even though it's made up mostly of ice, which means maybe waterbenders should probably do something, but we're not going to talk about that. Well, it's more they harness like the, the energy of it, not so much. Uh, so it's just kind of the, I guess the friction with the comet touching the earth creates like an I enormous that too. It energy. almost like ignites it, from the friction within the atmosphere, kind of ignites the world in a way. Maybe it like ignites the spirit world, perhaps who knows. It does make me wonder if there are equal naturally occurring phenomenons that do this to the other elements as well, where they're suddenly enhanced. I've always mm. wanted to see that in the series of like, if oh. there's like, there's an event that makes earthbenders go nuts. And the same thing with now, not the full moon doesn't count with waterbenders. I'm not even equating bloodbending to that point, but yeah, I was going to say like seismic activity. If earthbenders could harness that, like, tectonic plate shifting something like that um or like divergent plates i have no idea um maybe like a super moon the that's the that's the thing for oh it makes sense like it's a naturally like this is something that happens every 100 years so maybe it's again similar occurrence oh, <laughs> be stupid for earthbenders but like a magnetic shift that takes like literally a thousand. Yeah, it's like that's hundred yeah. million years, not hundred million years. Excuse me, a hundred thousand years that takes <laughs> place usually, and that does nothing but just like flip north from south. So that means nothing at all. Oh, yeah. the metal benders <laughs> like have to bend everything the other way. It's like that's not how that works, buddy. Oh boy, all their compasses go south, and then air. That's a that's another thing. It's like a naturally occurring hurricane or like. Yeah, I was gonna say tsunami for for waterbenders if they could like if there was like a terrorist one who could channel that stuff be like super powered or like a oh man actually you know what no here's here's what a firebender would be if a solar flare hit the earth Ooh. and then like you know collided with the uh, ionosphere that's how firebenders get like you know supercharged that's how you do it not a freaking comet freaking solar <laughs> flare in itself well, the comet certainly worked for him in 100 years in the past, and it could potentially work for 100 years in the present. Oh, yes, it will. Oh, yes, it will. Because as Roku says, uh, if harnessed, Lord Ozai, himself, or, yeah, Lord Ozai himself will um, basically consume the world with flames. Yep. And it'll be bad. Kind of also see the first sign of him when, in, when we see him in the background there. We, we see like the first sign of being able to breathe fire, which kind of should be a given but oh well yeah and i'm just looking at this art again some really good stuff during this this sequence here oh yeah like some really good stuff um so summer's end so he says you have till summer's end mm, yes does that mean he has by f basically the autumnal uh, equinox uh no clue because he says summer's end that's naturally the autumnal equinox interesting <laughs> it comes right at the point of fall occurring interesting well the earth is certainly going to fall with uh, if, if anything doesn't stop him. but i for some stupid reason i thought that um he only had three months to practice all this stuff no mm -hmm. he's it's a little like okay obviously calendars are probably different because they don't use like january to december but like if you think about it he has from december 21st until september 21st to learn and master all the elements September. I, th I thought he meant August, but yeah, I guess yeah, I guess it would have been September. Yeah. No pressure, bud. No pressure at all. 
Yeah, so yeah, he's got a he's got a little while, but yeah, not very much time. I mean, he's only got let's see, January, February, March, April, May, nine months. He's got nine months to train himself up. Yeah, I think I wrote a few months in my uh, summary, but that's just nine months is not a few. I'm gonna even call that out. <laughs> I don't even know if it's several months. Sometimes I cut corners just to make sentences easier to read. So oh, that's fine. That's that's fine. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, so. The Fire Nation troopers are trying to get into the door. Or are they trying to get in, or are they just waiting for Aang to come out? They're, they're basically, I think what the scenes are doing are basically like intensifying uh, or bringing up the intensity of the scene and, and showing like this is, we're desperate. Like this, honestly, this is like the most desperate time we've seen these characters in. They're literally chained up to a pillar. Zuko's chained up in the background. We just basically get a shot of Zhao being like, you're going to basically scorch the guy as soon as he comes out. And it's just, it's ramping up the tension, which is good because honestly, I felt really tense watching this again. Like I was honestly pretty tense, even though I knew what was happening afterwards. I didn't care. I was like the whole point with the action, I felt really like, Oh boy, are they going to make it? Like, I really do hope they're going to make it. And they did like, it's like I'm lowering my expectations or anything like that. I was just like, oh man, I hope they, I hope they really make it. But yeah, and then the image of like this kind of dark figure of Fire Lord Ozai, it's just yeah, he looks scary there. I mean, yeah, we're getting actual like plot here. We're getting what is Ang's journey? What is what is going on here? And we get all this information dumped. And how is Ang going to take this? Well, we'll get that. We'll get to that. You know, in a second or soon. Because unfortunately, the solstice is ending, and you know, Roku unfortunately is like, "That's it. We must we must go our separate ways." But you will find a way. Yeah, I like that. I like that moment where uh, a a little bit before that one, Aang's like, um, "I don't know how I'm supposed to do all this. Like, this is crazy." And Roku's just like, "Hey, if you've done it before." So, and they have that little smile of like shared kind of like hey yeah we're both kind of the same very confident in that and that is that is the fact um is that i don't think that's lazy writing because again he's been reincarnated a thousand times and more so like of course he's going to be able to do it which is nice it'd be funny if he couldn't but we'll get to that if that ever happens um of course he then shifts again he shifts his scene almost his background to show that zhao was basically outside and has all his friends captured. Mm-hmm. And again, this is showing him what the situation is. So giving him foreknowledge of what's happening. And again, here's where, again, this tension and buildup is finally like, at it's reached its climax. It is the scene from King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. And they're all cornered. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and what happens... Oh, I forgot we kept going into the Avatar State talk in that commentary. Well, guess what we see here? We see probably the first and only instance of past Avatar possession. The freaking eye glow right there. Oh, golly. It's it's great. It's... Yeah, it's cool. I had... Oh, man. This had me alive, man. Just seeing that image of... Like, they, they all fire their hand blasts at once, and then just seeing Roku just literally split it in half mm-hmm. it's like oh overpowered man these are heathens these are infidels they don't deserve to be firebenders oh man even that's like 2016 literally 
the timestamp yeah. there. You look at Zhao, he's almost given a, a, a an Otomo face. He's given like a like the colonel from Akira a face similar to that of just like, what the heck am I looking at? It's just like absolute panic. And Shu says, you know, Avatar Roku and just releases all that far. I wish Roku just like killed everybody. Like that would have been great. He just like releases, unleashes it all. Maybe it's just Aang's morality there that he's like, don't kill them all. But like, he just unleashes all that fire back at everybody. It melts away. The, like the fire is so hot. I don't know if those are like, you know, weak chains or whatnot, but used chains over the years, rusty chains, but he melts the chains off. That's how intense the fire is. This is like fire of God, basically. It's it's awesome. Yeah, and basically he just decides to destroy the whole temple. He's like, this has been a, a ruin at this point. Like this is the temple is corrupt. Uh, I will not. I can literally think of like old. Not think of, but there are Old Testament ideas coming to me where it's just like, oh boy, <laughs> Jesus going into the temples with that whip and just like whipping all those people out of there. Just like this, <laughs> like, is like a madman. For good, like a good madman. Yeah, exactly. Woke up in a rage. Yeah, hey, you don't play a ro- you don't you don't put a rock play a rock concert inside of library unless you get permission <laughs> from the library. All right, that's, well, that's what I'm gonna say. I'm sure they got permission, but <laughs> but um. Yeah, do you think he destroyed it because of the whole corruption angle, or do you, do you think he was no, just No, like... absolutely. It's uh, it's certainly an angle that I can go with, and it does make me question why Kyoshi didn't do something similar with the Dai Li, but that's for another day. Mm, fair enough. And literally just, none of that, We first instance we see lava bending as well. Yep. Like, the first instance we see, like, he literally just creates a fissure in the in the center of the wall, or this, sorry, in the, in the floor, and then just literally with a hand gesture, like, raises the lava up like a puppet on a string. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. I meant to point that out. Yeah, the first instance of love bending, which is cool. It's great. It's beautiful. It's just, is it a sign of power? Like, absolutely. But these guys think that they have the power. It's like, no, you don't know power. I am Roku. And again, you bow to nobody. He's, uh, he's Prince, or he, I was going to say Prince Adam Roku, but no, he's Prince He-Man. Adam Roku. Roku. Put him in it. He will put you in your place. He has the power. He seriously does. And then all of a sudden... The dust settles, and only that dust goes into Aang and, or sorry, Roku, and then dust form appears Aang. So I I assume that possession of a past avatar can only be achieved if you're in like a spiritual place, that is similar to the avatar itself, or uh, special, almost familiar to the the avatar you're talking about. So this was a special place for Roku. Then we see that later on with somebody else. So I wonder if that's that would ever be a recurring thing. If they wanted to like be possessed by a fully realized avatar, it's like, all right, let's go. And they get their move set. It's like that that'd be cool to see. Hmm. That would be. Uh, but where are we now? Where are you? Well, um Katara, Aang, and Sokka have are now like, oh crap, we're, we're we got Aang back, he's he's fine, uh, sort of. And we got to get out of this temple because it's literally falling down. It's, it's leaning tower Pisa, but it's going to collapse. What do we do? And da, 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 da. there's Momo with the fire sages hat on and off to the rescue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah, they head off as the place sinks to the sinks into the lava ground or collapses, I guess. And Oh, <laughs> actually, yeah, it blows up. No, it literally like, yeah, big <laughs> let's go. Smoke. And proceed to uh, show, not show, but see the um, 
the fire sages with Zhao. Yeah, and he's and choked. His opinions of them. Yeah, he's in absolute rage, and he's just like, well, I didn't get my avatar, I didn't get my uh, crappy prince, so you guys are what I got, and you guys are what I, I'm going to prosecute. And to be fair, he's also probably really, like, annoyed. Not even annoyed, but he's, he's his ego has been, like, hurt because, again, he always thinks he's the strongest. Well, there's Avatar Roku for you, and you don't get any stronger than him. So, like, you were, once again, shown your place, you little maggot. You. Yeah, he's a wounded little boy. I can't even say maggot. That's... Even maggots, like, have a reason to live. Zhao does not have a reason to live, so you oh, are nothing. Oh, he's so. got a reason. Oh. No, no, maggots, they, they exist to live. Disgusting as they are, he doesn't even deserve the term or the, to Aww. be called maggots. Oh, but I do like That's how I do like when he yells guilty and they do like that little crash zoom on him. <laughs> it's only a mild crash zoom, but but I do, do like that. the fact that as you know, all five of them stand there, the fire stages stand there, you see Shu or Shu in there, excuse me, and he just has like either this proud look or he has this dignified look on his face mm. of just mm. like, I don't care what you give to me, I hope. Whatever it is, I I know that I'm on the rights. I'm in the rights. Yeah. It's like defiant to the end. Shoe, you are a good person. I wish we knew what happens to you because you deserve to come back. He probably served in that temple for decades, having to kind of toe like a line that he didn't believe in. Probably never thinking that he'd get to really serve his true purpose. And here it came. So he can probably die happy at this point. He's like, you know what? I don't care. I basically am fulfilled. My life has been fulfilled. I've put up with so much nonsense for years and corruption. It's like no more. Like I can go out knowing that I helped the Avatar out. And it's like, you deserve so much, sir. You don't deserve to die. You deserve to live and fight the good fight, sir. And see uh, this regime come to an end. Yeah, even better. The regime that he kind of had to like pretend to be a part of, but really serving the other one. He got to help the Avatar and undermine them at the same time. It's great oh, for him. It's perfect. So, again, doesn't deserve any of this, but like he's going, he's going down with belief. Yeah, it's like I will not put up with your crap. Yeah, but cutting away from is from uh, Zhao, we get a brief little moment of uh, Zuko just kind of heading off on his own and still looking for the Avatar. <laughs> you can never let it go. Seeing it in his telescope and just like I'll get them again one day. Yeah, then we get that beautiful little end music that they do every now and again. We, after a entire episode of action and nothing, mm-hmm. again, this was some probably one of the best like action in all the show up to this point. Oh yeah, like I'm not saying all the other action scenes are toppled because of this, but like just absolutely astounding, outstanding job done by all the animators, um, and. St- choreographers and story artists like good on all you you guys deserve <laughs> emmys or awards for this we end the episode in honestly the absolute right way yeah there's no words there's not even not even close-ups not even yeah just the back of their heads and the back yeah. of Appa. we just see them yeah, heading toward a giant moon Beautiful. Riding towards the moon instead of the sunset, and we see both Katara and Sokka comfort Aang and all this information that is put upon him. Yeah, he's kind of, yeah. You know, very nice moment. I love the music as well. Which, by the way, this episode was written by uh, Michael Dante DiMontino, and That's right. 
directed by Giancarlo Volpe. Yes, thanks for pointing that out. I, I completely forgot to put that in my notes. I, for, I completely forgot to mention that too, my bad. <laughs> That's what we missed in the opening. But... Final thoughts. I mean, what what do you did you hate this one? I mean, I'm, I'm super <laughs> curious to see. You can absolutely tell by the sound of my own voice that I completely despise this episode. This episode was probably like the best so far. Yeah, the best one. Like so probably yep. on like on par with the pilot. Oh, yeah. No, this one, yeah, the the best one so far. Definitely. I think just every even though it's super action heavy, like they still balance that out with some really like great scenes of you know, people talking like Avatar Roku and Aang. And yeah, no, I think this and even just having that one Shiyu, I think kind of seeing that aspect of the Fire Nation that we we haven't seen before, I think was a great invention for this episode. So that you know, this one soars. That there even is some skepticism or what would you call it? Um, not confusion, but not just because every single other Fire Nation person we've seen has been a horrible, like just imperialist foot soldier kind of, I mean, either obsessed with ambition or obsessed with enriching themselves. This guy here is selfless, believes in something other than just towing the nation line. Like, no, you gotta, you gotta love that. Everybody so far, except for maybe again, I roll almost, uh, oh, is, yeah. is a, is a yes man. And I can say yes, man, because we haven't really seen any like fire nation women yet. Yeah. But I think they made it pretty clear at this point that Iroh just, he, he's detached himself from the military kind of like completely at this point. Yeah. Like even the fact that he's with, he's like an advisor to this banished fire prince. He's like almost disgraced too, in a way. Yeah, no, but yeah, definitely love this one. Yeah, best one so far. We'll see if anything else in the season tops this one. Could you imagine? Could sorry for interrupting you. Could you imagine if this if the series got canceled right here? <laughs> oh, that'd be uh, that'd be definitely a big anti climax. Like, what a way to go out on. Like honestly, like if it got canceled here and now, or here, there and now, excuse me, at that point. Man alive, you ah! This is like all those shows that uh they end on they end the season on a big cliffhanger, like all these secrets revealed. You'll never get the answers to them. <laughs> like I guess you know what I guess that's I I wonder if this was the mid season finale. Oh, that's interesting to say. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if this was or not. I I didn't look up the date of this, but yeah. Oh, but yeah, definitely enjoyed this one. I'm I'm really excited for the next one too. I remember liking that episode. High, high, high spirits, high spirits on this one. We were very much a, a high like recommendation of this one. It's, I guess this is this this is the episode that won a lot of fans over. Mm. Um, and especially with me, I don't I I do remember this episode as a kid, and regardless of, I wasn't being my my interest wasn't waning at all. But this certainly like made me say, okay, I want to see this till the very end, which of course, as I mentioned in the episode zero, I did not until as a fully grown adult, but oh mm. man, this episode, man, high spirits on this one, man. High, high spirits, highly recommended. Yeah. Yeah. I remember being super hyped when I watched this too, because again, I was watching them in such like a kind of barrage, but this one just made me perk right up and I was like, holy crap. And I'll just say. Because uh, we were originally going to do these two episodes together. But when I watched them earlier, I was like, ah, I don't 
it was mainly this episode that made me go, I don't think we should, because this one I feel like maybe should just, it, it's so separate, it needs an episode on its own. It absolutely is. It stands out on its own. Yeah. Ah, but yeah, tune in next time, guys, for, I guess I won't spoil the episode title. I don't know if that matters. <laughs> well, it's 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 episode nine, obviously. <laughs> you guys can go look that up, yeah. <laughs> of course. You know, it's 10, 12, 15-year-old show, for Pitt's sakes. Yeah, getting too, uh, getting too uh, prudish with the spoilers, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spoilers that we're... I mean, we're talking about it. I guess you guys are just here for our opinions, because maybe they're unique to your liking of the show. I have no idea, but thank you. Again, thank you for everybody listening to this. I appreciate it a lot. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. There's probably other podcasts out there that do a better job of representing this show, but we just we just love this show, and we love talking about it, and we're still going to keep doing it for pit sakes. Yep. Yep. Well, see you on the next one. Yes. Come back and join us as we learn the fates, and or at least learn what Aang learned and how he's going to deal with that. Until next time. The group heads off as does Zuko, and they head off into their next adventure. Am I meant to remove that second head off? <laughs> I mean, you can remove it now. No, I can't edit on your uh, your th- your thing here, but it's it's totally fine. It just I I don't always like to put things that are the same so close together like that. So so don't say the ending that I just said. So don't don't say. And the group heads off as Zuko, and they oh yeah, just, wow yeah I see yeah. what you mean. It was supposed to be just into their next adventure, not they they head off. Supposed to be in the group heads off, as does Zuko, into their next adventure. This section of the podcast contains spoilers for all seasons of Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra. Enter at your peril. Cool if like one of these intros open with all the sub elements being hurled. So you have one guy hurling ice or oh yeah, lava, blood bending somehow, and then one guy doing lava or metal bending mm. or sand bending because we don't see that. And sand oh, yeah. bending is like the most underutilized element of them all, I'd say. And then the fire elemental or the excuse me, the fire bender does lightning, and then air does astral projection i guess i don't know i just spoiled Mm. everything but yeah well that's all going in the spoiler section so (laughs) i kind of wish that in book three uh iroh was soulmates with shiu that would have been awesome oh that would have been awesome yeah that would have been really good that would have been nice but 
I seriously wish that um, Captain Lightning Bolt Zolt Sr. was here, was like his second in command. That would have been just great. Yeah, he's like a young, like, uh, like pimply kid. <laughs> well, no, 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 like Sr. So, so the guy from, from Imprisoned. Oh, oh, I see what you see. Yeah, yeah I, w- I wish he was here because that would make things way... Dude, that guy would be way... Like, that guy would be dead by the time he was in Korra. Because, mm. like, yeah, he was older in that, but, like, that's why I'm saying this is his dad. Sure, sure. It'll make more sense if... Yeah, whatever, anyway. Yeah, seriously, yeah. like, that guy should be, like, Zolt's... Sec- or, Z- excuse me, Zal's second-in-command. That would that actually would have been great, because then it's like, who's this guy? It's like, oh, this is his dad. And then this is his son. It's like, oh, golly. That's where he went. A bit of set up there. Yeah, anyway, whatever. Sorry. But yes, no. Um, 